What an asshole. Thanks. Not you. I'm trying to find the last 41 seconds of Discovery, the Discovery finale, where they had the Enterprise music, like the Star Trek Enterprise, the, the, the Enterprise's, the original series song. Some guy is like, oh, I redid it with the music from Star Trek Generations. Like, who asked you to do that? <laughs> who asked you to stick your fucking grubby hands in? Why don't you go fucking rescore your fucking life, you fucking nerd? God damn. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the IO panel. It's episode 95, recorded on Sunday, February 25th, 2018, in the year of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm host one, Michael, and with me are my other hosts, Evan. I'll say Evan and Neil. No. <laughs> Evan and James. How's it going, guys? Praise Beelzebub. There we go. Everything's good, man. Having a good time. All right, all right. I concur. Evan, how was your week? Super boring, man. Just, you know, did uh, did a few things at work. Pulled out some hardware. Came home. Had a couple naps. Mm. Now you're talking my language. Ate some steak. You know that is also talking my language. That's what's up, right? <laughs> Ate some steak. Had some salmon. Uh, that I can't. Uh, I can't get uh, get with as much. You don't like salmon? It's okay. It's not like I'm not like damn son. You know, it's not like that. All right. Well, I'll make you some salmon, and you'll see. You'll see what you like. <laughs> we'll see what's what. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, good. Good food, some good work, good mm-hmm. works, as it were. Yes, I do good works in the uh, name of <laughs> yeah, exactly in the name of Jesus Christ of Latter Day Saints. Yeah, aka Yahweh. <laughs> What's uh Yeshua? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there you go. Uh, James, how was your week? That was fine, man. Just kicking it. Do anything fun and exciting? Um, not particularly. Uh, no, no, nothing. Well, you and I had a match. Yeah, we we played darts. I mean, that losing isn't exciting, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> losing badly is not interesting to me. Did you learn anything? Uh, other yeah, than the thought, I learned we suck at darts. I learned that everybody has a better way to play darts than me, and they all want to teach it to me. Okay. And it continuously fucks up my ability to learn how to play darts. Like, like, like every a dozen guys have lectured me on how the best way to play darts are, and they're all very right, and they're all it's all their way, you know. Then I like play darts next to Michael, so I'm like, I'm like standing sideways, like everybody does, with my right foot the long side of my right foot or my pinky toe up against the line 
I have my shoulder facing the target, my elbow facing what I want to hit at the dartboard, and my hand cocked back, and then I bring the bring it out. I put the put the flight the the fins on the back of the darts on my target and I throw. And it just sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. Michael, he stands he stands face on to the fucking thing, both his feet on the line. He's looking at the target. His hands are down at his sides, and he takes his hands, and he just kind of gestures with his shoulder, <laughs> and the dart flies out of his hand and goes right where he wants it. Like, I don't even – his hand doesn't even move. The dart just goes like – it's just like – the dart's like, oh, shit, okay. <laughs> you know? It's and like I'm Guardians like, of the Galaxy? I, I watched him. I was like, look at this fucking idiot. Oh, shit. You know? <laughs> He's a natural. Yeah, I don't know if he's yeah. a natural, but he's better than no. me. I don't know. We all we all just need to practice more. I think. I mean, I, not like I've been doing great. I haven't. But why do you stand sideways, James? I mean, that's how everybody else stands. That's how the people who've been lecturing me on how to play taught me how to play. And honestly, if I I there's no way I could stand the way Blower does. So, no offense to Blower, but anyone who knows Blower knows he all the time and energy he invests into things are invested with the minimum amount of effort. So that's how he plays darts with the minimum amount of effort. If he actually, I don't know if standing sideways is the right way for him, but it seems like everybody else does. If he stood sideways and actually practiced, he'd probably be amazing. But even being like mediocre, he's way better than me, you know? And is standing it, how he wants and just gesturing at the thing. Like, you know, he just like pulsates his body. The darts fly up there. <laughs> like, you know? Is it minimal effort or maximum efficiency? It's not maximum. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is, actually. Conservation no motion. <laughs> that might be exactly what it is, you know? I have no idea. I but, do what's um, required. <laughs> Yeah, no more, no more, no less. That's yeah. right. You know, maybe that's what it is. He's good though; it works. Whatever he's doing, it works. You know, if you I just can't. walked up to the line yourself, James, and you're like, "I'm going to throw this dart," would you stand sideways? I mean, I would. Okay. I mean, I tried to stand how he's. I mean, anytime I see somebody do something, I try to try to replicate it. You know, I'm trying to find the sweet spot. So I've replicated a dozens of different techniques, which even makes my game even worse, you know. But I keep trying to replicate what other people are doing. It doesn't work. There's a, this old guy we play with. He holds the dart. I don't have my darts. They're downstairs somewhere. But he holds the darts like this. Like this is the flight. Like mm-hmm. This part is the flight, and he holds it like it's a ninja star. Like he's about to like whiz it out of his hand like that, and he he does like this. And then he kind of bends a little bit, but he doesn't. And as he's doing that, it's like the dart knows, like, oh, I should stay straight. And he goes like this, and the dart goes like that. And I'm like, how does it know to do that? You know? It's like it's like, it's like like his hand becomes some kind of a rocket gantry and just leaves <laughs> the fucking dart, and the dart just goes. You know, like he's built up so much momentum. If I do that, the dart would go into the floor, into my foot or something. <laughs> You know, it's a mess, man. I, I, I mean, I, I know the answer for me is I practice, practice, practice. And once I practiced enough, 
then maybe I'll build up my own techniques and my own way to play. And that's what I, the kind of conclusion I've come to about this game is there's a lot of people with a lot of different techniques and a lot of different ways to do it. But like Blower, the way he does it is proof that really it doesn't really matter how you do it. You know, you train yourself to build results the way you play and that's how you do it. You know? Mm-hmm. Well said. Well, I'm rooting for you guys. Have, have have you won a match yet, or is is it all preliminary? No, we've not won a match, and it's not preliminary. It is are you, the big. Are you it's the big game, and we've lost <laughs> every game. Everyone, are you zero and two, zero and three, something like that? Is it zero and zero and four? Ah, oh, well, zero and zero and three. Maybe what's your team name? I don't know. <laughs> okay, Sapphire Shots or something. I don't know. Sapphire Shots Company. That's yeah. Who that's came up with like, that? That's was like I don't know. Someone in the group, and I was just like, I was like, all right, whatever. Who seconded that? It was a bunch of people on our on our, on our team. Hmm. Okay. A bunch of obnoxious, loud, thirsty women. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. <laughs> no, we we have a, we have good teammates, and we have fun. I mean, I, I mean, for I, it's fun. I mean, Michael, you have a good time, right? It's not. It's not like we walk away like, oh, we lost again. You know, it's just like it's fun. We're just having fun. You know, it's not even about being like all juiced up about, oh, what we gotta win. You know, like all the people we play with are just having a good time. Like Michael's sitting there, like learning all about the history of Montgomery County from this old guy who used to work. Like he he worked at Verizon or whatever, and like Michael's like become best friends with that guy. I mean, there's just a bunch of cool old guys we're playing with and stuff at the Legion, Foreign Legion and stuff, and. Not Foreign Legion. That'd be ridiculous. What's it called, Michael? Legion of Foreign Elements? American Legion. The American, American Legion. Legion. Yeah. Is so. it... Is darting another reason to go drinking with friends? Um, For me, it's another reason to hang out with friends. Okay. You could go drink. I mean, I think it, it would be another reason to do that. If you, if I, If I was local, you know... If I lived like a block away from the place we played darts, yeah, a hundred percent, I'd be trashed, you know, <laughs> because on Wednesday night the fucking beer's cheap, man. The beers at the how much the and the dude the Michael gets those uh, what do they call Michael the the ice picks, mm-hmm. not ice picks, oh, vodka, just vodka sodas, yeah, mm-hmm. vodka sodas, dude. I got one for him one night, potent man, potent. This old guy Jerry behind the counter at the Legion, man. He mixes a heavy-handed drink, so you could get wrecked if you wanted to. <laughs> okay, that's good. Yeah, I'm glad you all are having fun. Michael's all stoic. I feel like I'm releasing some dart dart team secrets or something. No, I'm good. Okay. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> darts. <laughs> darts. 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 <laughs> Yep, so what else? That's it? That's it for me, man. Alright. Yeah. I don't have much going on. I mean darts just like you, obviously. Um So Evan though, we've been playing these teams, right? And so theoretically we're evenly matched against these other teams. But none of us have actually played darts before except for our team captain. And these other guys are like, yeah, I've been playing fifteen years, you know. Like <laughs> oh, 
Dude, these guys, some of these guys are like, those darts, like like James said, they're just like flying up there, like, you know, like it's nothing, you know? Yeah. And some of these guys, I'm like, damn, I'm like, these, this is, so we're the C team, right? So were they? We're like on the C level? Then there's the B level, then there's the A level. I can't even imagine what those guys must be like. Can you just show up for one of their matches? Uh, Probably. Just walk out in tears. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what am oh, I doing with my life? Oh, yeah. The, <laughs> Michael, the, you just... I'm sorry, I was reading an article. Um, Yeah, the guy told us... He was like, oh, the guys you play, you should guys be able to sweep them. They said they're garbage. They they're trash. You know? <laughs> and I was like, dude, those guys are amazing. Like, watching those guys play, I'm like, oh, man, we're here among gods. We're here among the dark gods. You know? <laughs> And, and he was like, the guy from the B team is like, those guys are trash. You know? Um, are they the red shirts of the darting world? I guess so. I don't know what we even are. We're like just the crewmen's you only see the back of their heads. You know? <laughs> you don't even see they don't, You know, they, they just see them walking down a hallway. You never see who they are. That's us. We're not even red shirts. We're the, we're the crewmen that don't speak. Yeah, no, don't have speaking lines. You know, it's like when you're not getting coffee for for Picard <laughs> in, in, in offset, you're 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 not speaking. Put this dress on and get on camera. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just use the PA. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Pretty much. <clears throat> All right. Well, you should check yep. out some of the top tier players one night. Well, they've been playing. I know they have darts. They show darts on BBC America. Yeah. Unfortunately, I don't receive that channel. But uh, maybe there's some alternate way. You might be able to stream it. View it. Yeah. So I think seeing that, I'd be like, (laughs) you know. But I told James, that's like watching an Olympic athlete play, you know, and you're like, man, I suck at basketball. Like, yeah. Yeah. Compared no, to them, exactly. you are going to suck, you know. Yeah. Like obviously, you know? I mean, so. uh, they were telling us the guys get like they're like they they shoot like for me like let's say I want to get twenty, okay. It's probably ten percent, or maybe no, it's five percent of the board is what's available that I can hit. That's twenty, and within that five percent ch- slice, there's a double twenty and a triple twenty, which are represent maybe two percent. You know, no, a percent of the board each, their sections. So it's like a, a narrowed focus and an even more narrowed focus to hit one of those. So for me, if I get a double or a triple 20, that's just bonus money right there, you know? But if I can hit 20, I'm happy. If I can hit that 5% slice, I'm doing good. Now, what will normally happen is I will hit everything around 20, <laughs> like a force <laughs> field, and not hit 20. Um, these guys on the A League, they will hit, they'll be like, oh, we, they're like, triple 20, triple 20, triple 20. You know what I mean? You're like, damn, you know, they're just like, bam, 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 you know, 1%, 1%, 1%. And it's like crazy, you know, or like double bullseye. That's the middle one, the middle bullseye, the red bull. They're like, bam, 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 bam. And they'll get like three of the double and the double bull and the triple bull or double bull and like in <laughs> one go. It's fucking crazy, dude. Like Robin, they're fucking Robin Hood. Yeah. You know? It's it's nuts, man. Like these guys are on another level. They really are. Guys and gals, probably probably a few women there. I wonder how seriously they take it. If any of them just like don't care, they just do it for fun, or if they're like darts is the world, bro. 
apparently it's very serious at that level. Like they said that Dave was telling us last night that those guys play like they 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 practice like you know six to eight hours a day playing darts, <laughs> which is nuts. Bring in John Goodman, be like his toe was over the line, dude. I think it's like that. <laughs> I seriously think it's like that. This isn't Nam. There are rules. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. <laughs> I don't know if I ever want to play at that level. I like what we're playing. No, you now. don't. It's just fucking chill. Like, if it becomes like a job, like I already have Star Citizen org management for that. You know, another stressful task that I have to manage. So I don't want to do turn darts into that for me. Uh, that reminds me, one guy that I play. Um... I play Quake with was talking about Star Citizen. What is the testes? Or he's like in a test org yeah, test or something? Water. Yeah. Yeah. Is that like anyone can join or is that? Anyone can join. Yeah. Okay. It's like a, it's just like a dumping ground sort of. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's not a bad thing. It's the guy who runs is pretty cool. Um, yeah. It's just a bunch of, you know, anyone okay. can join. It's a massive, massive org. Probably the biggest org in the game. All right, cool. That just reminded me. Well, there you go. Yeah, the test squadron. They call their members testees. <laughs> hmm. Isn't that nice? Yeah. That's a word you don't hear anymore, right? Testees? Yeah, yeah. You don't hear it in a non-clinical scenario. Yeah. I feel like I should tell people, like, my testes ache. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. Well, <laughs> you like, probably what? shouldn't be telling anyone that unless... <laughs> <laughs> Unless that person is your doctor or something, you know? put my testes in your mouth. <laughs> I'm going to I'm going to crouch above you and allow my testes to rake across your face. <laughs> oh, tea bagging! Now I get it. Because testes Did, tea. N- no. Oh, it's just a tea reference, like drinking tea. Yeah, like you dip a tea bag into water and pull it out and dip it back in. But also a testes bag. That's uh. yeah, sure if you want it to be. <laughs> All right, sorry, I'm causing lots of distractions, Mikey. Mikey, <laughs> you have the floor, Michael. Thanks. Drag your testes up to the podium <laughs> and take us away. Take it away. Great. <laughs> so, the power of a tweet. Um, Kylie Jenner tweeted on February 21st. So, does anyone else not open Snapchat anymore? Or is it just me? Oh, this is so sad. So, after that, uh, Twitter stock, which is, that company is actually called Snap Inc. I'm sorry, not Twitter, but Snapchat's stock, which is Snap Inc. uh, Went way down. Plummeted. The people who buy stocks... I mean, they're watching what Kylie Jenner says about it. Well, Kylie Jenner has twenty-four and a half million Twitter followers. Yeah, but so, she, I don't know. I use Snapchat. I like Snapchat. Her. I don't. I hate Twitter. I like. Snapchat. I, I hate Snapchat. Why? Well, I hate the new update. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't like the new that, update. That everyone either. hates. I don't like the new update either. I'm sure there are fund managers who pay close attention to yeah. uh, social media influencers. They probably are. But why would you? Why would you let a social media influencer influence the price of the stock? 
like it's like put it this way, it's not like regular people own this stock. Like the people who own this stock are like stock people, you know, and they're not even Snapchat's Snapchat's audience for the most part. So basically, they heard what she said and they were like, "Oh, regular people will stop using this or aren't using this without any facts backing it up," and they just let the st- and they pulled out of the stock. Yeah, you know. And, and that's the thing that drive buyers bother. The stock market is like basically a gossip network. Yeah, it is. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, we heard that, you know, fucking the CEO fell down a flight of steps. He might die. Fucking sell everything. <laughs> yo, get rid of it, son. Ah! <laughs> Mike, yeah, people are ridiculous. I, I have a very important question for you, Mike. Yes. How does Snapchat make money? They have ads. That's a damn good question. They have ads. Okay. Yeah, I think yeah, they're more. They do have ads than Twitter. I, I still don't. I still don't really get it, but whatever. Yeah, I think they're more solvent than Twitter. It's not for me to get Twitter. Twitter still hasn't figured. Well, Twitter has ads now, I think, but for a long time, Twitter didn't know how to make money. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, what is money? What is this? What the hell? The guy just looks. The guy, the CEO, is like walking out of the building, looking at a dollar. Like, what is this? <laughs> Every transaction that comes in and out of Twitter is one hundred and forty dollars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, they've expanded exactly. that now, Evan. Two hundred and eighty. That's right. Yeah. Is it two hundred and eighty? I thought it was like just whatever. I, know, I think they doubled it. I don't it know if they did double. that for everyone. If they're just slowly rolling it out to everyone, or no, I was I mean, able some to type people... a long crazy text the other day. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's so silly. It's such an arbitrary. Limit the 140. They're like, oh, it's like a text message. And I was like, well, wait, isn't text message 160 characters? <laughs> so what's this 140? You know, it's weird. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the boost mobile text message maximum length. Oh, you, you're typing it on T9? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Remember that, James? Yeah. T9 text uh, messaging or whatever. Mm-hmm. You see in this article that they sound shown a phone. Nokia's banana phone from the Matrix is back. Yeah, I, I just saw that. I clicked on that now, too. Uh, I kind of want that. I, I do, too. It comes out in May. $97. Uh, I want it. Is it a smartphone? No. Why is Nokia bringing back these all these retro phones? So, apparently, it's a, it's a company called HMD. It says, maker of Nokia branded phones. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know what happened anymore with Nokia because, you know, there was Nokia, then it got bought by Microsoft. Then Microsoft's like, nah, we're done with this, and now I don't know what's going on. I think, well, I mean, Microsoft, didn't they just sell off the hardware branch of Nokia? I don't know. Hmm. Maybe. You could be right. I have no (laughs) idea what they did. So is this not not a smartphone? It is not. Why don't they just make a, put a smartphone in there? I would it's, love a smartphone that was like this. It says this is a basic feature phone, and you're not going to get access to the Android apps found on other Nokia Android smartphones. Wow. Don't you like that term, feature phone? It's yeah. like such the opposite of what it actually is. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, what neat features does this have? Well, actually, it lacks every feature that you think it has. Yeah. Well, it's going to be like your, uh, you remember our, like the LG Envy? Yeah. Are those? It's going to be like that. Yeah. It'll be like one oh, wait. There's no button. 
No button. Dude, the fucking guy in the commercials fucking such a big nose. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> um, yeah, so you know how the one in the Matrix, you push the button and it shoots down. Mm-hmm. This one doesn't do that. You slide it down your finger, which makes it instantly dumb and mm-hmm. totally uninteresting. It's okay. No, I'm not, I have no interest in this. I'm not doing that. <laughs> it, needs, it needs to go... You need to squeeze a button and it needs to flick out. So when people see you, they're like, Oh shit, son, look at this fucking guy. He's from 1999. I agree. So do we get the black one or do we get the yellow one? It's gotta be yellow if you get it. For the Flash. But see, right. if you're buying for Flash... Like, you wouldn't... The only reason you buy this is for Flash. So if it doesn't have the fucking button to fucking eject the... To shoot the thing down... Then why even buy it? Maybe they'll. Maybe someone will make a mod for it or something. Oh please! I'm not gonna. Pre- I'm not gonna purchase. Or it based on the fact that some maybe from Etsy's gonna. Maybe they're gonna come out with another model. Uh, you know, four months later, and that'll have the button. There was a. The other one was uh The previous time there was a, the American model that didn't have the button. Then there was the European model that had the button. Mm-hmm. Is that correct, Michael? I think so. Right. I believe so. Yeah, the seventy one ten. Yeah. This is an eighty one ten. I don't know. Now they're saying they'll ship with LTE support across Europe with dual SIM versions available also. So we don't really have that here in the US. You know, like feel like dual SIM, what's that? You know? But I think in Europe, uh people get that because maybe they go between countries a lot. Yeah. Like maybe they're in France half the time and Spain half the time or wherever. And so they have one from one mobile provider and one from the other mobile provider. Um, here, we don't really have that problem, so don't usually use that feature. But yeah, so hopefully, though, it'll have the correct LTE bands so that we need here in America. Because, um, you know, not every country uses the same bands, but we'll see. See what happens. 79 euros. Good shit. Savages. Like that's not money. No. You're gonna Mike, you actually gonna buy one? Just like put it on your shelf. Thinking about it. Yeah. Hey, I might get a boost mobile account to (laughs) (laughs) to to activate it. No, I don't know. (laughs) Uh yeah. That'd be funny. That'd be funny. Uh all right. Well, enough with the phones. Let's get into some crazy bullshit here. So this guy, so this is in the UK. Um, he was just sentenced to jail for thir- for to thirty two years in jail for uh doing a lot of online porn, blackmail, all this kind of shit, including child pornography. Um Jesus Christ. Dude, and he specialized in something called Hurt Core, which I've never heard of, and actually is not as bad as I thought it was, thank God. Um, I thought it was like some seven type shit. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh... Is it not torture? It is not. Oh. Deceptive name. Yeah, it's, uh... Is it diffusing bombs? It's like it's like a girl was coerced into sending videos of herself eating dog food while naked on the floor, uh, licking a soiled toilet brush, a used tampon, huh. blah blah blah. You know, 
So it's just like gross stuff. Yeah, gross, humiliating okay. things. That's what it is, basically. Which which guy? Is it the guy? Which picture? It's a big picture of a guy down halfway down. Matthew Falder? No, that's a different guy. I don't know who that is. Oh, okay. So I wonder... Do you know at the top? This guy looks like a shitty Seth Rogen. Uh... I can see Seth Rogen doing the biopic for this guy. Yeah, it wouldn't be far off. I was going to ask if HURT was an acronym, but I don't think so. Jesus. It's fucking... What is like, this? humiliation, urinary... R. Torture. Gross. <laughs> Gross. Well, good. I caught him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never even heard of this shit. This is fucking crazy. I mean, I think he just—I think he just made this up, hurt to the core. And he's calling it hurt core or whatever, but it's fucking—I don't. People, uh, you know, I guess there's something for everybody, but my god, I feel like there has to—I feel like there has to be a switch that just gets flipped where you're like, I don't care. Show me a, <laughs> a little kid eating dog food while getting fucked in the ass or something. Like, I want to see that. Like, I, I, there has to be a switch that gets flipped where you're like, yeah, that's okay. Like, I feel like most people are repulsed naturally at that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. you know? And it's just like a thing. Like, like even if you're like a total sociopath and you just don't care about people, like, you would find it repulsive and repugnant just because you're like, Ugh. it's a human nature thing or something? I don't know. Yeah. No, I think you're right. So yeah, it must just be some wires get crossed or something with these people. I mean, who the fuck knows, man? Uh, okay. Alright, so was it last week or the week before we talked about, uh, there was that article that gave barely information about a route between D.C. and Baltimore? Yeah, last week. Some kind of high-speed train mm-hmm. something, right? So now I found an article, I think that same day, that says the Boring Company has received a written permit to begin Hyperloop excavation in Washington, D.C. Nice. Now this says the Hyperloop could take you from D.C. to New York City in 29 minutes. That's crazy. That's very impressive. That's like four and a half hour drive right now. I can't wait till the Hyperloop turns the first person to gel. (laughs) (laughs) Who uses it? It says 800 miles per hour. I just turned somebody to mist. (laughs) 800 miles per hour, Evan. Uh, That's very impressive. That's that's faster than an airplane. I wonder how how quickly they accelerate to that speed. Yeah, I wonder that too. If it takes them like 45 minutes to get up to 800. No, it probably zero like, to eight hundred and four point eight seconds. Paces. <laughs> it probably spends all its time getting up to a speed, and then spends the rest of the time coming down. You know, like halfway there, halfway back, like a train. You know, just starts you know slowing down, like right at the right in the middle. Yeah, that's how the gravity train. I don't, think a train, I don't think a train does that. The trains no, don't go that fast. Well, no, you know what I mean, though. But they once they, they get to a certain, yeah, you know what I mean. They get to a certain point, and then they start mm-hmm. slowing down. Like way outside of there, where they're going. Yep, they're gonna start excavating on. Uh, it says at fifty three New York Avenue. 
So are they going to start on both sides and meet in the middle? Uh, there's no mention of the other side. Mm. That'd be nice. Um, Michael, I found a game for you too. I think you'd like it's it's Railroad Train Simulator in VR. <laughs> oh, you have to hook up uh, cars and ride around, dropping off trailers and stuff, and keeping from you know it's called derailment sim- simulator. That's what it's derailment simulator. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, you have to keep. It must from be derailing. by that hurtcore guy. <laughs> no, it's 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 very realistic. Actually, it's probably by some like legit train. You know, people love simulators and shit now. So it's like derailment it's simulator. Yeah. I do have a train simulation game. Um, I forget what it's called, other than like you know, Train Simulator 2016 or some crap. You know. Yeah, I was watching a guy trying to play it, and he was—he kept derailing. He's like, "What the fuck?" Oh, it's called Derail Valley. <laughs> yeah, and he kept derailing. He's like, "Fuck, man, goddamn." Hmm. Well, that sucks. So, anyway. Um, yeah. So, I look forward to hearing what uh, Elon Musk, our new lord and savior, will will be uh, bringing us here. I wonder so how much it will cost. Yeah, they haven't really said how much, how they're going to do it. I'm assuming it's some kind of, you know, train or train-like thing on a some kind of track or something. Um, or maybe like maglev or something. But uh, it says, it will be ability to transfer individuals and vehicles at around 800 miles per hour. Yeah, so, that'll be interesting. Because I think like the bullet train and uh, the one in France only goes like 300 or 350 or something. Mm-hmm. Maybe even slower. But yeah, uh, they don't go that that fast. I don't think it's. Uh... Let's see. It goes one hundred and seventy three miles per hour. Okay. Oh yeah, no, I'm they'll... sorry. It goes about two hundred. It goes the one in France goes about two hundred. So there. Although it can reach up to 357. <laughs> but it usually doesn't go that fast. Yeah. What if he makes it that that uh, rail line like super wasteful? Like those huge airplanes that have the jet assisted takeoff? He just mm. like a- attaches two, you know, brand new missiles to each pod that goes down the tube. Oh, it's like two, like like we're launching them into space, but instead we're just being launched down this yeah. tunnel. Yeah, <laughs> these things fall away. Like, it's like, all right, climb into the Falcon Heavy. What the fuck? <laughs> I just wanted to go to Dallas, not <laughs> at the moon. Like, <laughs> yeah. Neat fact. Um, did you know that people used to think going over thirty miles an hour in a car would, like disintegrate someone's head really yeah hmm I want to know who that guy was that they did all the all the tests on where he's like riding on like a sled and they recorded all these you know like with high speed cameras and stuff to see how uh, how his body 
you know, takes the going at high speeds and mm-hmm. I forget who it is, but it's like some guy, like he's, he's known for that. Like, you know, they go like 400 miles an hour, then get stopped. And it's like, you know, <laughs> Jesus. And he has like all these bruises and stuff just from like going so fast, you know? It's like, how many organs did you, did you puncture today? How? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, here we go. The man who turned himself into a, a crash test dummy. Yeah, this is it some army guy? Figures. Colonel John Paul Stapp. Hmm. Are most air Scott Stapp's dad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Guess so. laughs> God bless him. No. Are most um, test aircraft or aircraft test pilots crazy retired guess. military? Uh, military. Let's say no. they're a contractor or something that works for like Grumman, but normally they're yeah. They're no, a lot of them are. Military. Well, yeah, but I mean, even before they're delivered to the Air Force, they got to test it, right? So yeah. So yeah, no, they have uh yeah they have their own test pilots, which I'm sure a lot of them are former military, but I don't think that's a requirement, you know? Right. That's got to be some scary shit. Like. <laughs> We'll go up in the untested plane. Yeah. Yep. Go see if it works. Fuck. Go see if it works. <laughs> yeah. In the extra section, I'll put a thing on uh, on Colonel Stapp, a.k.a. the human <laughs> crash test dummy. Everyone can see what I'm talking about here. All right. So Hyperloop, we can't wait. Elon Musk, let's do it. Um, only thing, Evan, that we still don't have any, unless I'm just a moron and I, I haven't read the right things. Uh, I still don't know exactly how this works. Like, is it a big train like thing? Oh, um, I don't know. And is it going to be, and is it like you said, is the whole tunnel air pressured, air sealed? Like, <gasps> can't it's breathe. A, it's a vacuum tube. Yeah, so you have to be inside a train that's sealed so you can you're, breathe. You're inside a, yeah, you're inside a, like, a tube thing, and yeah, like a tube thing. You see, he doesn't know. No, it's like seven. <laughs> it's like the the one they show. The one they have. They have a bunch of test concepts or whatever from like about a year ago, and they said like eight people will sit in it, and you can park a car underneath it, and then. You you know it, the whole thing that you're in this like little tram and the tram shoots off and does this thing. Mm. And you load into a capsule inside this capsule, sort of. <laughs> Is the Our conductor gym. of the capsule exhibit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? So I put a capsule in your capsule so you can oh. capsule while you capsule. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Um, James, I'd appreciate it if you could put something in your, in your extra section for that. What? Oh, sure, yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be right this second, just, you know. No, no, I'll put it in there. Um, because, yeah, I'd be very interested in seeing some more details on that. All right, banana phones, Hyperloop. All right. So, let's see, what do we have next here? Looks like something... Uh, from, is it John Hopkins? Johns yeah. Hopkins? I'm sorry. Yeah, that's me. Um, yeah, I, I found this today, actually. Um, we were talking about this, I guess, two nights ago. 
Well, not well. Talking about like I guess last week, and we talked about it last like a couple nights ago at the bar, Michael. Um, mm-hmm. There's an annoying pop up, <clears throat> a long paragraph lecturing us about why we should not use ad blockers on their site. Um, but uh, you could tell it's written by somebody who like it's made by somebody who like doesn't really understand like the internet. They're like, oh, well, I'll just we'll just we want people to not use ad blockers. We won't say something like, don't use ad blockers. We need the money. We'll just put a paragraph here instead and have an okay button <laughs> with this paragraph. Um, yeah. So anyway, this, this article just talking about gun owners and, and safe storage. Um, honestly, I'm not surprised at this, that most, this is 44% of gun owners don't use safe storage. Um, one thing that, that I don't like about this article is, um, in the article and it says gun owners with kids in their house. Um, it says, <laughs> They say research surveyed more than 1,400 gun owners. Uh, so John Hopkins is probably a nationwide survey, but it's only 1,400 people. Then they say, we found less than one half of U.S. gun owners store their guns safely. So they're saying, I hate surveys that make an implication that 1,400 people is a, a good representative sample to say, Less than one half of U.S. gun owners don't store their guns safely. Um, that's probably accurate, but still, it's kind of misleading the way they have it written here. Um, anyway, we were talking about this before, just saying like you know people have to be better with guns. You know, we have to, there has to be some legislation that forces people to be better with guns. You know, and that's probably the right right kind of gun gun stuff. Um, but yeah, that's all this is about. This is a short article. There's a bunch of stuff on this page too. It says it's in Maryland. It's a misdemeanor to yeah. negligently store or leave a loaded firearm where a child under sixteen has access to it. Yeah, hmm. but that's it. Yeah. Other than that, you can leave your loaded gun laying on the table. That's yeah, cool. Well, if you have kids in the house, yeah, you shouldn't. But there's no law saying you can't. Correct. You know. It's more like mm-hmm. a, a you should. I'm ready. I'm ready. Like, yeah. Your kid has no idea that you have any guns. And then on their 16th birthday, there's like guns on the kitchen table, in the sink, in the dishwasher, <laughs> in, in their car. You're like, where the fuck do these come from? It's like, Maryland says you're legal now. That's right. <laughs> Gotta Grow up. Be ready, boy. <laughs> yeah. This is the world. No. Yeah, so just an interesting little survey. All right, so more stuff on guns later. Michael, what did you think of our conversation with the... I didn't put this in there. I don't want it to just turn into a rant. But what did you think of our conversation with um, one of our one of the people who attend the bar we go to? One of the patrons? One of the patrons. That's what they're called. One of the people who attend a place <laughs> and enjoy services provided. A patron. Yeah. Yes. He is my patron. No. Um... So, uh, I don't remember much of that conversation. I probably just discarded it as like, eh. well, so ba- basically, it was kind of like, eh. yeah. I, mean, I thought it involved more Trump than anything. Yeah. So, I mean, basically, we were talking about Trump, and then somehow it devolved into. <sighs> I was trying to explain to her. Basically, James I, is a woman hater is what it comes down to. No, I was trying to explain to her what what I why I thought Trump won, you know? 
And she was fixated on the fact oh, that right. he's a bad person. And I was like, that's, but that's not a logical reason as to why he won or why he, why he shouldn't be there. You know, just because you don't like him doesn't mean that his points aren't valid to someone. And she's like, but he's a bad person. I was like, <sighs> okay. And I, I, and I just honestly talking to this, this person, I felt sorry for America, honestly. And we were talking, she was talking about, She's like, why do those people vote for him? They're uneducated trash. And I was just like, okay, they're people. And they have a reason why they did it. And it was kind of frustrating, but I was, she was drunk. But all I saw in her drunkenness was like, this is her true self. This is how she feels about people who don't live, live here, you know, who she deems as uneducated. And I've had other friends of ours use the term flyover states which I think is like an insulting, it, it almost ranks right up around the N-word to me because it's so negative and so, so fucked. And it's like, they don't like, just basically like a really condescending prickish way to say those places don't matter. Evan know? lives in a flyover state. He does. He does. Not really. He's like, not really. Plenty yeah. of people go to Nashville, not necessarily Memphis. Yeah, but you totally, <laughs> you totally live in a, like. A, I'll tell you what a flyover state is. Iowa. Or Montana. South Dakota. Yeah. That is true. That's true. But those people still matter. Like, like they're still American citizens. Oh, whoa, 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 like, whoa, 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 It's not... Let get <laughs> okay. carried away here, James. Okay, all right. Anyway, so I was trying to explain that to her, and she just, like, wasn't having me. She said, they're fucking idiots. They're uneducated trash. They can just die. I was like, ugh. <laughs> you know, and it was a little excessive, but I was just, like, thinking, like, how many people actually think like this? Like, how many Americans right now think like this about other Americans? You know? And it's just fucking sad, dude. It's sad. Like, this is not... That's not Trump's fault. You know? It's not Trump's fault that people think that way. Trump took advantage of that and and, and used it to win. But he does not... It's not his fault. You know? That's why the Democrats lost. It's very frustrating to see, like, that people feel that way about other Americans. I just thought it was, like, kind of... It was kind of shocking to me, honestly. Really? I, That's shocking to you? Well, yeah, because I figured... I, I, Republicans always How, what say... What do we think of the South? I mean, conservatives come on. always... <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I realized that the reason why South... I, I can rationalize why Southerners act the way they do. Like, I get it. You know? I understand why they're like, oh, my history, oh, the Confederate flag's part of my culture. I get it. Like, I understand. You know, is it right or correct or accurate? No, but I understand. That doesn't make them an idiot or uneducated. That just makes them stubborn and emotional. You know, it doesn't make them less than. And I just find that very frustrating about the whole thing. You know, just it's kind of, it's bad for us. It's bad for America. You know, like we're never going to get it together until we can, until we can get people to kind of like understand that it's okay for other people to disagree. Anyway, I sent her, I sent her the thing that I put in my, in my, in my uh, extras section, which I encourage everybody to watch, and we'll talk about it later when we get there. But um, I sent her that, and she did not watch it. So, how do uh, you know? I'm sure she didn't. When I asked her about it, the next day, she was like, "Huh?" She didn't know what I was talking about. And people get so many text messages that if you don't reply, check your text messages in like that, that day or the next day, you're not going to find, you know, it's going to get pushed down the chain. So it doesn't matter if you watch it or not, but. You put it in your extras? It's in my extras. It's called Time Well Spent. Okay. Anyway, um, we can go on. 
That's all well, I have. I'll, I'll just mention one thing to you, James, and I'm, yeah. I'm pretty sure we talked about this at some point on the show a long time ago, but I just added a link in my extra section, the 11 nations, separate quote-unquote nations of the United States. And so this is actually a book, but um, this is an article here on Business Insider I just linked to. And it shows how the U.S. really has 11 separate quote-unquote nations with entirely different cultures. Hmm. And maybe that's really what is going on here in the U.S., (laughs) <laughs> Although we think of everything as just Democrat, Republican, or conservative, and whatever, um, but you can see there's a little more. You know, it's not that it's not quite that simple. And interestingly, where you and I live is like right on the border of two different, or almost three different. Uh, I don't even understand places. how this is. Yankeedom, New Netherland, uh, the, the Midlands. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I'm sure there's some great logic behind it, but I don't know. Oh, oh man, yeah, I'm in they, the deep south. What the fuck? Oh, man, Rick. <laughs> oh, you didn't know? <laughs> up. Yeah. Evan, do it. No, voice. I was like, oh, greater Appalachia. Awesome. Then I looked, oh, it's no, I'm in the corner. It's yeah, farther red. Great. Yeah, I mean, they in this article, they, they kind of give a uh, a rundown of what each, you know, section is and why it's called that. So, we don't have to talk about it right this second, but take a look at that whenever you get a chance. And uh, I will read this. Yeah, I will too. I actually bought the book, but I I never ended up reading it. So, oh, it's not too late. It's a book. (laughs) It's not too late. You're right. There's still time. It's like I burned it last winter to keep warm. Yep. While I was on, you know, walking from my room to the climate control. To turn I, the heat I'm, on. I might have it. I, I think I have it on Kindle, but I might have it on audiobook too. I'm mm. not sure. So I'll have to check. But uh, all right. So moving along here. Um, I just put a link to uh, Cisco's blog entry about their latest and greatest threat. And the only reason I even bring it up is because it received the highest... Uh, you know, whatever that the number is that you can like the the vulnerability scale, like how like, severe oh, it is. Yeah, like this is a, a seven point nine, you know, or whatever. This one's ten. Ten out of ten. You know, <laughs> it's the highest, the like, highest possible. This will shut down the internet for sure in the next six months. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. So this applies to Cisco ASA devices, which means Adaptive Security Appliance. Um, those are frequently used as firewalls and as VPN devices. Um, and then I was reading that also the Cisco, some of their firepower devices are also affected. So basically they've released updated code for all the different Cisco ASAs and even the firepower, they said firepower threat defense software. So... It's a very bad vulnerability. Uh, can be remotely exploited, and basically, if you're listening to this and know what I'm talking about, make sure this gets patched as soon as possible because it's it's bad. Yeah, we have like four ASAs at work. I'll have to check. Yeah, I'll have to uh, talk to my guys at work and make sure they've seen this. I'm sure they have, but. 
So I'm sure we have some Cisco ASAs. I think most most businesses probably do. The thing is, you can have an ASA and just if just not know, <laughs> unless you know. Well, yeah, you know, it's a kind of kind of thing that will just slip under the radar and in a, you know, like it just it's just there. You never have to interface with it and whatever. Mm-hmm. It's in the background, like jazz. No. Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Check out the ASA on her. Uh-huh. Speaking of ASA or ASA, um, she was in Baltimore last night. Oh man, with was she feature her... dancing? No, she was uh, with one of her co-workers. I'll say. Uh, I don't remember her name, but she recently, whoever she was, she she wrote a book. And she was at Atomic Books in Baltimore doing a book signing. Nice. And so Asa Akira was is her buddy, so she was tagging along. Cool. Mm-hmm. Damn. So there you go. Did you just find about out find out about that like after she left? Oh no. I saw I got the update before it happened, but okay. I was like I was like, eh, I'm not going up there, you know. What? I mean, for what? Come on. I don't know, get an awkward picture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> Buy my book. No. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I was moving on sci-fi. So, this weekend, I went to go see a movie. I went to go see Annihilation, which stars Natalie Portman. And I didn't even realize until I sat down in front of the movie, Jennifer Jason Lee is in it also. Um, I liked it. I wouldn't mind going to see it again just because the seat that I had was kind of shitty. And so it was actually kind of hard to see everything that was going on properly. Was this opening weekend? Yes. Okay. So now this has a very high rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, as 87%. Uh, although the audience score is 64%. Um, now, this movie, I was reading a little bit about it. Apparently, it's somewhat controversial. Like, the studio thought, oh, no, this movie's too, it's too intellectual, it's too weird, it's too whatever. People aren't going to like it. And they wanted them to change the ending. And But the people who made the movie were like, no. <laughs> we're not doing it. So they, they so what they ended up doing they said okay fine we'll we'll release it here in the United States like I think US and Canada or something 17 days later it's going to be available on Netflix in the rest of the world with an alternate ending no oh, okay they just why they're releasing on Netflix in the rest of the world cuz they don't think they'll get the money from the from the box from office the box office in the rest of the world and maybe not in the U.S. either. So they Netflix, you know, paid them God knows how much to get this movie. Oh. It's weird how there's a strange genre of like space alien movies that involve deep intellectual thinking, and I don't like those. Those are my least favorite kind of sci-fi movies. And Michael asked me to go to this, and I had seen the trailers and ads and stuff, and I was like, this doesn't look like a thing I'd want to see. It just looks like it's too thoughty. I don't want to think. Like, I don't want to. T-H-O-T? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, 
Um, it's full Natalie of thoughts. Portman that thought. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just seems like too much. Like it's too. Uh, two thousand one space. Uh, yeah, but two thousand one space odyssey was an okay movie, I guess. But you know, I feel like if you walk away from a movie and you just have a very poor understanding of what's going on and why, without watching it like six times, and maybe that's just me. I mean, I'm a fucking idiot, you know. But uh, I, I feel like if you can't, I can't enjoy a movie that makes me like puzzle, have to puzzle through every like, what is this introspective bullshit right now? Like, I hate that. I don't like that kind of stuff, you know. You know, it's funny uh, mentioning 2001. So I was talking with uh, someone at work, and they were saying how they actually like 2010 better. And I was like, yeah, I I think you're right, actually. You guys ever seen 2010, the sequel? Nope. I don't think so. I think you tried to make me see it, and I was like, no. Well, you should. It's actually a good movie. Has Roy Scheider in it. That's his name? Yeah, I'm sure it's good in the shitty art house way. The first one is good. No, that's what I'm saying. It's not like that. It's like a real movie. It's Michael's fancy and likes art house shit. <laughs> he's busy watching movies with his movie pass <laughs> and going to art house flicks, wearing turtlenecks and fucking dark glasses all and the a time. beret and a beret. Yeah. Oh man, I'd so need to get a turtleneck <laughs> and a beret for when I go to uh, AFI. <laughs> stands, stands for of AFI. <laughs> That's right. And, uh, I, uh, make sure your turtleneck is like black and white yeah. striped. Yes, I was going to say That's exactly. Right. I need a red <laughs> scarf, a baguette, and wear um, um wear fucking Tom's shoes with and no I need a socks. Bicycle. Yeah, a bike and um, James, what are the and capri pants? Oh yeah, there you go. Oh. So people like you'll be ambiguously straight, <laughs> an ambiguously straight hipster guy. Yeah, if you could get a top knot. Does that work in there, if you're fat? Of course, dude. I don't you just know. have to believe and grow a goatee. Yeah, yeah. and you got to get a top knot going. You got to get a top knot and put it under the, the, the under top the knot. Man bun. Oh, and a, and a really big scarf. Yeah, so I said a red scarf. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I didn't hear that. Yeah. <laughs> Come you on. Got it, you got it under control. You don't need any more of my input. You know how to be a fucking pretentious douche. <laughs> so, yeah, both of you, I would highly recommend you watch 2010. It's actually, it doesn't move nearly as slow as 2001. It's actually interesting. And uh, not to say 2001 is not interesting. It is. It's just, it's it's a slow movie. This is problem, right? So, this one definitely not slow. Um, they send Roy Scheider and a couple other people up to go see what happened to Discovery. You know? And then antics ensue. No, you know. Um, so, yeah, I highly recommend you check it out. It's good. But, uh, anyway, back to Annihilation. I liked it. It was kind of crazy. It's It's exactly how you think it is, James. Um, is it good though? I think so. I wouldn't mind reading the book, so it's based on a book, so I might have to check that out. <laughs> I just read a thing that said some people are a little pissed about the quote unquote whitewashing of it because they said Natalie Portman's character in the book is actually Asian, but 
no one you don't actually know that until the second book so i didn't even know there was a second book you don't actually know that until the second book and by the time they were making this movie the second book had not come out yet oh so well, it's fucking bullshit whatever you know shut the fuck up yeah exactly i mean unless it was you know natalie chang or something i mean i don't know <laughs> what i don't know how you're supposed to know you know but I mean, she could be one eighth Asian and still claim heritage. <clears throat> yes, that's how it works, right? That's how it works for me. Sixteenth? <laughs> no, okay, no, I don't know. No, no, I have no idea. <laughs> well, not Asian, but you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Annihilation. I recommend. I I would recommend it to anyone who interested in you know sci fi shit. Check it out. Kind of crazy, kind of freaky. Um, did you ever... You did not watch Arrival, did you? I did. Are they at I all similar? Arrival. Yes. Yeah. So okay. That's another one. that Arrival had that nice time piece that the whole like time yeah. thing going on. That was, was kind of interesting. But yeah. Otherwise, it was the same way. I was just like, all right, man, whatever. Yes, and that way it is all. This is also a thinking man's movie. Okay, I did. Actually, I, don't think I read I really... an article where they compared them. So, no, nice. Yeah. From the the one or two times I watched the preview, I thought I would not really care for Annihilation, or I wasn't psyched to see it. But I may watch it sometime. Mm-hmm. No, that's worth a watch. <clears throat> um. Now, I also watched another movie, actually, just last night, but, you know, this one came out a few years ago, called Chappie. So, I know I'm late to the game here with this one, although, uh, James, you said you actually haven't seen it, right? Uh-uh. Seems sad. Feels so bad, man. Feels bad. So, <laughs> so it's not actually that sad. It's fine. Um, I won't say there aren't some sad parts, Yeah. but overall, it's not sad, so... Um, I liked it. Thought it was cool. Not not exactly how I thought it would be, although, you know, I don't know what I was expecting exactly. But uh, Hugh Jackman's a dick. So I've seen all but like the last twenty minutes of it. Mm-hmm. Um, what happens to Hugh Jackman, please? Uh, he gets anything? His ass kicked. Okay, good. By Chappie. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Does Chabby, so, Chabby get erased or something at the end? No. Oh, that's good. So there's uh, what's the name of the of the band of the group? I forgot Evan? the name. I was just trying to think of the D-Ant name. word. Yeah, there you go. So they're like the main kind of. I won't say main, but they're like yeah, one of the main characters in the movie. It's both of them, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. And they're. They basically play themselves, uh, <laughs> except if they were criminals. They were being maniacs, right? Yes, they are. They are absolute maniacs. Um, tatted up, crazy people. <laughs> and it's funny because like they're they're the bad guys, but then they end up kind of not being the bad guys. And then there's the actual bad guy who's like, "You owe me twenty million, or you're dead. You're dead." And that guy's like a fucking psycho. <laughs> Wait, so are they bad guys or are they anti-heroes? Like, they're Chappie's homies. 
Yeah, they become Chappie's homies, yeah. Okay. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, I definitely recommend... It's a, it's a watch. It's a definite watch. Now, it actually got a terrible rating on Rotten Tomatoes, which I was kind of surprised about. It's got a 32% rating, although the audience score is higher at 56%. Um, so, I don't know. I liked it, but apparently the critics did not. Well, fuck them. Mm-hmm. Of course, watching this made me want to rewatch District 9 and um, Elysium. I kind of liked Elysium. I didn't really care much about District 9. I mean, it was interesting because it was sort of a new... Like a new, a new technique to a movie, but, you know, it was different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't think it was any like it wasn't like revolutionary. I wasn't like, damn. Yeah, dude. It was, uh, it was all right though. I don't watch fifty. I don't go on Fifty Shades of. I mean, uh, I don't go on Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> very often. But I was just looking at like all the low score stuff and the Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades Freed has twelve percent. That's just horrible, man. Three point and the fans audience don't like it. Forty four percent audiences like it. I mean, it's uh, it's so bad. And they keep making these things. I hope they're done, man. Supposedly, this latest one is the last one. Oh God, I hope so. I don't know why they're so. I watched like the first three minutes of one or something on one of the streaming sites, and I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> so I read an article that said this the actress in them is actually not a terrible actress. It's just that the guy is terrible and the whole story and everything is just terrible. So Yeah, it's not I, I think I think at least I don't know if it's still true, but they said in the first one that the guy and the girl like hate each other. Like they cannot get along. Mm-hmm. Like they have a horrible time getting along on set. And the then like the 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 writing and stuff is just bad. Like the screen right screenplay is bad. The story is bad. Everything is bad. It's like the guy's just like an abusive piece of shit. You know, he's just like the worst kind of person. It's a horrible representation of BDSM. And I think the thing is they lost all their all the true fans. You know, all the people who could have been fans, like people who are like who would have loved something to have brought a positive light to BDSM. And this is not that. This is like BDSM for for women who want to imagine something in in the grocery aisle before they, you know, walk out of the store. BDSM for housewives? Yeah, I guess, yeah. You know, wh- whatever they think it is, it's like that, you know what I mean? But it's not like what it really is. You know, like where where's the Where's the girl with the with the ginger root in her ass? Where's that <laughs> stuff? That's what I want to see. Did you look at the Wikipedia link I sent you about that? Yes, I did. <laughs> I it did. has an actual term, Mike. Are yeah. you aware of this term? It's, yeah, it's like capping or capping or something. I forgot it, what it was. It's called figging. Figging, that's it. Yeah. Figging, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> I never even heard of whatever you guys are talking about. So. Yeah, put ginger root in your ass. Yeah, I never heard of that. Of it. As punishment yeah hmm. exciting punishment it's fucking gross <laughs> so i put a link in the extra section for 
on the Rotten Tomatoes, they have the Razzie nominations listed. Uh, so the movies are Transformers, The Last Night. <laughs> I didn't even know that came out. The Mummy. Come on. Fifty Shades Darker. So I guess that's the last one. The Emoji Movie. And Baywatch. Okay. Um. So yeah, definitely recommend everyone check out the Razzies here and see what's see what's what. Um, they have the full thing has all the different like categories and stuff. So there's the movies, but then there's worst actor, worst actress, you know, worst supporting actor, blah blah blah. Um, Tyler Perry is nominated for a worst actress, which is funny. I guess because he played, he was. It was in Boo Two, a Medea Halloween. <laughs> now they're just making fun of us, right? He's <laughs> like, this doesn't make sense. Um. Oh my God, Emma Watson was nominated for The Circle. Mm. I heard that movie was crap. I didn't watch it, and I'm surprised to see this. Jennifer Lawrence was nominated for the movie Mother. I actually kind of like that movie. I mean, does she act in it? She does. Or, like, could anyone have played that character? Or did she really bring that character to life? Well, either way, she wasn't, like, garbage. I mean... Okay. This should be, like, people that are just, like, straight trash, right? Right. So, well, anyway. Whatevs. Whatevs. What do we got here, uh, James or Evan? I'm going to go with James. Scoot and shoot. (laughs) Yeah, this is more fucking like fucking bullshit. So Facebook has a VR shooting game. It's been out for a very long time. It's part of it's a demo they use when they take VR around a con to stuff. They had it up and they took it down because some fucking liberal cuck complained. Um, Or or I don't know if they complained or not, but somebody kind of said, oh, they have a VR shooting game, kind of like, and just left the implication out there. And then, of course, Facebook took it down and said, no, this is wrong for a myriad of reasons, and the timing is bad, and we're going to pull this from our demo reel and stuff like that. Just ir- irrelevant. It doesn't make sense to me. You know, I, you know, it's just weird. Um, yeah, it's weird. And it was at, oh, the CPAC, Conservative Political Action Conference. So yeah, it's just but it's just weird, honestly. It's just a strange it's a strange thing and it doesn't you know, I don't see what the problem is. It's just a game. Like this sets a bad pref- precedence to me. It kind of says, "Oh, games make people kill people." Like it, it just sets a bad precedent. Um for have a big company pull something from a conference that, you know, there's plenty of shooting games out there like and this one doesn't show any blood. You're not shooting kids. You know, I mean, Christ, it just doesn't make any sense. It just, it's, I don't know if it's a huge step back or what. I mean, do you guys remember the big Russian scene where you killed all the, all the, all the civilians? In the airport? In the airport, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I mean, you think about that. It was in Call of Duty something. Yeah, it was one of the, it was the best Call of Duty, I think it was. And it was called The Best Call of Duty. (laughs) Yeah, Um, right. But, uh, yeah, I mean. If you. Yeah, if you, if, if you look at the uh, <laughs> if you look at the the gif or gif down there, it's just 
you're just shooting fucking like you know drones that are running in. There's no blood or anything like that. It's just that's stupid, man. Like people Mike. can't see the bad precedent this sets. It's just not good. Since yes. since you sang that song so beautifully, um, did you see the trailer for the Karate Kid TV series coming to Netflix? I think. Yes. TV series. <laughs> I think it's, it's like so... coming to YouTube. It, no, yeah, you're right. It's YouTube coming Red. to YouTube. Yeah. It's That's... so so bad. It's the Cobra Kai, man. <laughs> Cobra Kai is coming back. With a vengeance. Mm-hmm. It's so bad. I I but it's going to be so bad, it'll be good. No, it's just going to be bad. I don't know. Mr. LaRusso! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, there's always hope. There, we'll give it a chance, but uh, I don't think you know, so. I, I realize they never focus on the belts. Why does this kid have a black belt? What qualifies him to have a black belt? Who? Um, Who has a black belt? In the, in the Karate Kid movies, he has a black belt. Who, Daniel LaRusso? Yeah. He Nothing. can do the crane kick. Nothing. Mr. Miyagi just gives him one. He's a kid to take this. You are ready. Yeah. No, he's like, well, he thinks belts are bullshit, right? You he's spend like, a summer washing cars. Here, here, here take this. <laughs> <laughs> now you have the fundamentals of a lifetime of karate. Yeah, exactly. For some he's... reason, Mr. Miyagi has a fleet of old, old vehicles. And he's like, shoes. <laughs> Well, as a grizzled Japanese man, naturally he appreciates classic American culture. Exactly. Right. Which doesn't really make any sense. But okay, whatever. I mean, he's allowed to like whatever he wants. I was just like, I just thought it was odd. You know, is that guy still alive? No way. Pat Morita? No, I'm dead. pretty sure he died a while ago. Yeah, he died a long time ago. It's too bad. Cobra Kai. Yeah, that's what it's called. Cobra Kai. Cobra Kai. Do or die. No. <laughs> Oh, uh, James, you should love this shit. You love the Cobra Kai's and their bullshit, right? <laughs> oh yeah, it's great. I found a thing: Cobra Kai sweeping legs since '84. <laughs> is it a shirt? It's just like a meme or something. Oh, okay, it should. Oh, be a it shirt. is. It is a shirt. It is a shirt. <laughs> it's on T Public. Strike first, try, strike hard, no mercy. Yeah, here I found one. Fear does not exist in this dojo. Pain does not exist in this dojo. <laughs> Defeat does not exist in this dojo. <laughs> That's great. Mercy is for the weak. Yeah. James, <laughs> you should play all that guy's speeches whenever you're on the plane in PUBG. Like good. play it over your microphone. <laughs> That's good. I like that. I like that. Oh god, I like that. Cobra oh, Kai. Very good. So fucking crazy. I love that shit. Dude, the third movie, Evan, have you ever seen the third movie? Uh the Okinawa is, one? Yeah, no, that's really... the second one. So the what's the third one then? 
The third one, they they come back from Japan, and but it shows the aftermath of what happens after after the first movie. But what happens here? And I think in, I have you know, it was in California. so long ago. I don't remember many like details. Like the Cobra Kai so. dojo closes, and yeah, and basically the guy who ran it, you know, whatever the guy, you know, sensei, whoever the crap, <laughs> he goes, he goes and visits his patron. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the like guy be- who's like beating up his manservants. Yeah, the guy who's like evil just to be evil. Like it's so ridiculous. I was like, who is this guy? Like. Like it's like so ridiculous. It's like for no reason. It's hilarious. Like he's like we're like he's he's literally like they show him dumping toxic waste somewhere. They talk about it, <laughs> like paying off this person and that doing. Like it's so ridiculous. Yeah. You're like who is this character? Like what is, what is yeah, going on? I've seen that. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so ridiculous. It's worth a watch. Just how ridiculous it is. And then, of course, there's the next Karate Kid with Hilary Swank. Yes. And in that one, dude, the bad guy in that, played by Michael Ironside, <laughs> a.k.a. Jester, right? Is that Jester? Is that... Yes, it's Jester. Dude, that guy is evil for no reason, too. Yeah. Wait, what movie? The next Karate Kid. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He's like the leader of like the whatever the crap at the high school. Like, I don't even know what they're supposed to be. The bullies, you know, I don't know. <laughs> he's like, he's got a gang of bullies, even though he's like a teacher, you know, I don't know, or something. I don't know. He's a gym teacher or something. It doesn't even make sense. He's like, get him, kill him. Like, yo, relax, man. Like, what is going <laughs> yeah, on? Yeah. Dude, in all those movies, I'd be like, all right, this is ridiculous. I'm calling the police. Like, <laughs> like this is silly, you know? But I guess it doesn't have to make much sense. All right, James, what you got for us now? Um, no, that's just the drill valley. This is the game. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is the uh, yeah. So yeah, take, yeah. A, take a look at it. Honestly, it looks really cool. The guy looks around the train car in one of the videos. Uh, Draycat, Draycat, Draygast, one of the guys I follow on YouTube, and he picks up like there's a dead bee on the train, like, down on the floor, like a tiny dead bee. And he's like, what the hell? Like, who good is detail? Then he finds another insect, and it's a dead fly. And he's like, what the fuck? Why, why are there so many dead insects on this plane, on this train? But it's just like, and the train's all beat up and fucked up and shit, but it's just, it just looks like a real train. It's very cool. The inside, interior is nice, and it's well done, and they spend a lot of time making it uh, something you, that you could feel like you could play a little bit. So, yeah, interesting. If you got VR, it might be a fun thing to, to try out. Oh. How much does it cost? Uh, I don't know, thirty bucks, forty bucks, two hundred sixty bucks. I have no idea. <laughs> Mike's like hell of a deal. You know, yeah. I don't know how much things cost. That's right, eight dollars. He meets up with his buddy, the CEO of Twitter, and they're like, "What is this for? <laughs> like, what do we do with this?" Uh, it says, "Yeah, it's not even available. There's a beta you can try. That's it." Oh yeah, okay, yeah. So, so free. So you can't buy it. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully they have some more trains. Right now they just have like this really basic one. I can't even buy it, even the beta. It's like, nope. It says closed beta, September. Hmm. 
Oh, okay. So it's not even available yet. That's too bad. Oh, well. Eh. But this fun game it looks good. I mean, it's not fun, but it looks like a nice, tedious task. If you like nice, tedious tasks, I think you. I think it's something you'd enjoy. I feel like you'd enjoy the hell out of something like this. Like, <laughs> like, so you like repetitive the... bullshit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I could see you like putting on VR, sitting down in a room, and being like, "All right, let's fucking get this package to, to fucking San Quentin, you know, or whatever." <laughs> <laughs> You know, and of course they, they they show this derailing footage where the train slides off the track, rolls over and shit. The cars flip over and everything. Yeah, they do a good job with this. Anyway, yeah. So that's that. If anybody's interested in that, that's that. I found construction simulator. Oh yeah. Now you're talking my language. Backhoes and shit, you know. If they made it so you could actually build something, that'd be cool. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Mike, you should see if there's a demolition simulator. Ooh. There's House Flipper also. <laughs> that sounds is that terrible. Like a, is that like a real estate video game? Yeah. <laughs> you go in, you clean the house up, you knock the walls down, you paint, you put in chairs and tables and stuff, and then you sell the house. How it's ridiculous. a VR game, House Flipper. Yeah. I'm a, Evan, you know they have these games for everything now, right? Oh my god, dude! My He's dad like, would love that. I'm going to buy my dad one of these headsets and a computer to go with it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah dude, my dad have, love the train thing. They have all these wacky fucking games. Like, there's that. There's one which I don't get either. It's like football manager, but it's like for soccer. Well, it's yeah. like you manage the team. Have you seen the porn star manager one? The porn manager. It's like uh, you make pornos and then you try no. to sell them. But it's not, there's no, there's no, like, you don't actually make, there's no porn or adult aspect to it. It's just, like, you hire actresses, you read their bios, you're like, oh, she'd be a fucking slut. Okay. You use them to make porn, you buy, pick the directors and stuff, they make a porn, then you try to sell the porn. You have to name them and stuff. It's weird. Huh. Well, all right. (laughs) Sign me up. No. Oh, God. What's this? Oh, you know what? There's a great game on Steam that I really want us to play one day. Like, if we if we could Tabletop all... Tabletop like, Simulator. No, we. I'd like to play that with you guys, too. That'd be fun. But no, it's called Human Fall Flat. We've talked about this. I would, I, I'm interested in that game. Uh, I want to play that. Yeah, I want to play that with you guys. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Um, It'd be a lot of fucking with each other. Yeah, exactly. But that'd be fine. Like, like I let's think solve that's... these puzzles. Nope, I'm gonna throw Mike off the edge. Woo! Yeah, exactly, exactly, <laughs> exactly, exactly. But I think that'd be cool. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. Oh, Conrad the Kitten Simulator. Oh, your cat in <laughs> VR. Okay. Yeah, I like this one. Transport Fever. A oh, railroad-focused tycoon game. Players start in 1850 and build up a thriving transport company. <laughs> you construct stations, airports, harbors, and makes money by connecting areas requiring transport services. The hell is mount your friends, Ooh, Mike? All these games you gotta, you have a nice gaming computer now, so fucking make it happen. Start streaming on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Oh, here's Prison Architect. There you go. But I want to see you play like really like boring things. Oh yeah, I have papers, please. 
Yeah, I would watch you three hours of that. <laughs> I watched two minutes of someone playing that. It's so awful. Yeah, really? I hate that yeah. game. <laughs> I absolutely hate it. Oh, here's a game. Data Hacker Initiation. It's $3. It's like, now you're talking my language. Let's see. Jeez, so this Conrad Kitten thing is basically Digipets in VR. I just don't understand. So like, put your digital pet in a hot air balloon and watch him play. <laughs> I'm like, what? Hey, look, he's eating pizza. Mm-mm-mm. This looks horrible. Like, All right, well, we'll get back to that. This is for so, our other podcast, Simulator Games on Steam. Mm-hmm. That's the long and stupid name of it. So no, uh, nothing in the yum update, huh? Oh, one of the modes for Conrad Kitten is knocking things off the table. <laughs> <laughs> and you get points. For is there a mode the where you climb in boxes inside of closets? Oh, dude, there should be. I don't see one, but there should be. It's like, well, it can't be a cat game if it doesn't have that. I know, right? It's true. It's like, or it's like, it's like a VR, uh, just a, a dark VR room. We just uh, you're Michael's cat harassing him while he's on the show, on the podcast. <laughs> like all you see is Mike's back. You come scoot in. You hop up on the bed. You hop up on the keyboard. You're like meow meow meow. You know? <laughs> Michael's like ah cat get out of here. <laughs> That'd be a fun ass game, dude. Dude, have you like seen the Michael's unnamed cat? goose? Yeah, have you seen unnamed goose simulator? No. Oh no, it's called unnamed goose game. And the whole idea is you're this asshole goose who's harassing a farmer, and you're like trying to get into his garden. Then you're like trying to you're like eating his seeds when he plants them. Then you're taking his tools and burying them. And you're just a dick goose, you're just a jerk goose running around, dude. I have to find a video of that. Is it looks it looks so fucking great. Some guy's making it like himself. It's called unnamed goose game. Hmm. Well, I just found a game called System Goose Overload. Oh, jeez. The great war between geese and humans has come to an end. All that remains of the goose empire is you. (laughs) Sneak past and take down the humans hunting you and reclaim the world in the name of the goose empire. What game is this? System Goose Overload. It looks ridiculous, and it's free to play. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right, James. Well, if you ever find that uh, that other one, uh, just put a link in the uh, show notes for us. Yeah, I'm putting it in there. Um. So, anyone have any uh, ideas about how we can, uh, or any other plans, ideas, anything about uh, the old? The old health. Um, I've old been gut. I've been uh, starting on the the carnivore diet for the last four days. Oh, it's yeah? going pretty well. Just eating everything. No, oh, no, that's uh, omnivore. I'm sorry, that's omnivore. Yeah, so I have uh, I have some hard boiled eggs to snack on if I wish, but otherwise. Like basically steak, pork chops, salmon, shrimp, chicken. So essentially meat, meat only. And any uh, 
like they're cooked in a sauce or they're just like baked or they're whatever baked or pan fried i mean no no sauce or anything just salt pepper salt pepper yeah maybe you could probably get away with a little bit of like garlic powder onion powder but you know not a ton hmm i see yep so I got some a few nice pieces of salmon in the fridge right now. A couple nice fat, like inch and a half thick ribeyes. Some uh, some bacon. You can have bacon too. Any like fatty meat. I like it. I'm trying to stay away from artificial sweeteners, also, but I've I kind of thought about it, and the reason I wanted to stay away from them was that. You know, supposedly, and again, it's debatable, some artificial sweeteners can still have some effect on your uh, insulin. And, um, but eating will spike your insulin a little bit also. So I'm, I'm saying to myself, you know, you can have some, you know, an artificial sweetened drink or something like that, or a diet drink or sugar-free drink with a meal, but not like just drinking it throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, but that's it. I'm on I think I think today's day five actually. So is this like actually part of a plan to do something or are you just like I'm just trying it. I mean I had heard about it a long time ago, but um I watched a couple of YouTube videos of, you know, people explaining it and people have like done it for a month and they'll, you know, give their results and give their opinion on it. So I thought, you know what, why not just have like steak and salmon and chicken for, I was, I said a week, see how I feel, you know, I feel like crap after a week. I'll probably stop. Um, but I feel good so far. I might keep going. Hmm. Right, I'll let cool. you know. Yeah, let us know how that goes. Um, yeah, I've been trying to be be good with the carbs, although I haven't been today. I wasn't good, very good so mm-hmm. far, but you know, trying to uh, go down the straight and narrow. It's hard, man. It's hard, but maybe I need to do what what you're doing: become a meditarian. You know. Just- <laughs> I mean, whatever you do, just it's all, all meat all the time. Whatever you choose to do, it's just a decision that you make, you know, every day. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 uh it's willpower. Like some people say, you know, motivation is, you know, very powerful for like forty five minutes. Mm-hmm. But after that, it's all discipline. So just be more disciplined. Right. Yep. Yep. Very true. Very true. I was thinking about going back on the shakes, but honestly, the shakes in the corner, (laughs) the shake. Yeah. The shakes didn't really agree with me. You know, I have a feeling that's because of whatever fiber was in there or drinking like a cup and a half of, or like a cup of cream, you know, from not having that in your diet very much previously. Mm-hmm. 
So if you do, I mean, if you still have some left, by all means, use it. But um, go go to... Well, yeah, I don't know. I just I didn't have a positive experience before, so I'm kind of reticent to try Ooh, that again. Oh, fucking vocab word. Oh, Mike, yeah, Mike the so. dictionary blower. Um, <laughs> right. Use uh, coconut cream or coconut milk instead of heavy cream. It'll have, you know, probably a couple more carbs, but it's not dairy. And uh, do you like coconut? Not really. Like, I fucking hate it. No, it's okay, but I'm not like... If I never ate it again, I wouldn't care, you know? Okay. It it doesn't add too much flavor. You might get a slight hint of coconut in your chocolate shake. But Mm. maybe you'll like it. You know, and a can of coconut milk is like a dollar or a dollar fifty or something. Mm-hmm. And that'll mm-hmm. be good for two days. Okay. So if you still have some bags of keto chow laying around, you probably do, unless you tossed them or gave them away. Then uh, Giant should have coconut milk in whatever international section. Just try a can or two. Yeah, I'll have to see what I have. But I have it stock. Yeah. And then we'll go from there. Um, all right. Well, yeah, we'll get there. James, you have anything, uh, any, any thoughts, any feelings, any plans? No, no, no. Just winging it, huh? Just nah. Just eating subs, cold cuts, whatever you can get your your Um, little hands on, huh? Yeah. You know, I'm just trying to get it, get it in my mouth, you know, basically. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well. Good luck with that. Um, all right. So we're getting getting towards the end here. Uh, so now we're just going to be in the extra section here. So I just have a couple things. Uh, I put in here. Uh, I just thought this was funny. Multiple DC speed cameras knocked down and damaged, police say. And I thought that was... And the, the comments were hilarious, especially on Facebook, which is where I saw this story. Everyone was like, woohoo, you know, <laughs> like, heroes, you know, like, yeah. No one was like, man, they're destroying property. No, no one cares about <laughs> yeah. that. Nobody. <laughs> Stick it to the man. Yep. Everyone fucking hates speed cameras, obviously. <laughs> I wouldn't hate them so much if they were reasonable. Or placed in you know convenient areas, not it, not you know on a thirty mile thirty mile an hour road at the bottom of a hill, where you have to you know ride the brakes all the way down to not get your picture taken. Right, exactly. That's what a lot of people were complaining about. They're like, they're like, especially when you're about to, they're like, when you're about to merge onto the highway, there's a damn camera right there. It's like, wait, you're supposed to merge going twenty five? It's like, what the crap? You know, like, yeah, yeah. like this is BS. So. So I've like, never F- seen F- those these cameras. Are those on? Do they have those on two hundred or something? No, apparently this is all in DC. So, so oh. it's like, I, so, so I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't know where it is either. I but. think the ones they're talking about are on like New York Avenue. When you're headed out of town, you're headed up to like a, a fifty, like headed out to four ninety five that way. Oh, okay. There's a speed camera right there. Like, I think it's. Uh, it's, either, it's either a cemetery or the National Arboretum. I don't know. And then on the other side is a bunch of warehouse district, like a warehouse district. 
And when you're headed out of town on the speed on the other side, there's a speed camera right as you're about to get on the highway. And I'm just like, come on, dude. It's uh, it's fucking lame. Well, there you go. I mean, this is obviously a money grab. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Maryland man known as De Niro arrested for allegedly trafficking something. <laughs> That's funny. All right. So next up. So uh, as you all know, the Olympics have been on the last few days. I think it's coming to a close very, very soon. Or the last couple of weeks, really. But... <clears throat> So one of this one of the sports that everyone kind of like apparently everyone thinks it's funny and I guess why wouldn't you but is curling it's silly you know, everyone's like ha ha you know it's a that's a sport ha you know it'd be like if they had darts I guess or something they'd be like right. you know, this is well, come on guy you know but it's a sport whatever you know so this article is about how apparently, so, you know, the thing they, they throw down, you know, they, they s- speed off down the lane. The rock is, yeah. The rock is called a stone. Yeah. And apparently the stone that it is made out of comes from one Island. They all come from the same Island in Iceland. It's 10 miles West of mainland Scotland. Okay. It's in Scotland. It's called Elsa Craig. Is the name I, of the I did know that they all came from the same place. I didn't remember where it was. It serves as the world's only source for the rare granite that is used to make Olympic curling stones. Um, it says the island is actually a volcanic plug. <laughs> Rock formed over an extinct volcano. Um... Well, it sounds water. like it's a good idea to dig up that, yep. you know, Let's chip let off it, the plug. Let it free. <laughs> Apparently it's water-resistant micro-granite. Okay. So, yeah, it's some kind of granite. Uh, they say they've been making curling stones since 1851. And this one company is has the exclusive rights to this particular granite on that island. Of course they do. That's crazy. I wonder how much they pay the Olympic community to uh, yeah. uphold that requirement. Hmm. Who knows? It's like, it's mine's like, made from concrete. Illegal. It's like, look up uh, like baseball mud. What? Baseball mud. It's a thing. They rub baseballs in it in, uh, in Major League Baseball. And that is supplied by one company, and no one knows exactly where they get their mud, except the guy who runs the company. Is it for grip on baseballs? I guess. Sounds like snake oil to me. Yeah, every baseball is rubbed with this special mud before it gets used. The mud is called Lena Blackburn Original Baseball Rubbing Mud. And it comes from a secret spot in South Jersey off the Delaware River. Yeah, right. Comes from the Delaware River. <laughs> Dredged up, full of shit. Body parts. Hey, dude. It's made by this one person. Or this one company. Jim 
Bintliff, who owns Lena Blackburn Baseball Rubbing Mud, skims the top inch layer and then puts the mud through screens to refine it before packaging it, aging it, and shipping it to all the baseball teams in the MLB. So retarded. <laughs> yes, yeah, these things, it's like, yeah, it's our one supplier, the only supplier. There you go. So just like there's one people who make one peoples who make the stones, at least for the Olympics, there's one mud that is used in Major League Baseball. <laughs> Aren't we crazy? Aren't we are not nuts? crazy. Humans These are other nuts. people are fucking crazy. Yeah. We would never be so <laughs> senseless to be like, hey, let's take this brand new baseball and require someone to rub it in shit. And then pay that person who produces this shit a lot of money. Yep. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. So, uh, the other links I have in here is just stuff we've been talking about throughout the show. Colonel Stat, the human test dummy, the high-speed tests mainly, um, then the 11 nations of the United States. So, uh, just so everyone gets a feel of what's going on. So, the, the, the 11 nations are Yankeedom. New Netherland, the Midlands, Tidewater, Greater Appalachia, the Deep South, El Norte, the Left Coast, the Far West, New France, and First Nation. Hey, there you go. There we go. Now, where we live here in civilized society, here in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area, we're actually right on the cusp here of three different areas. So we're in New Netherland, which is more northern, Tidewater, which is more southern, and a good part of Virginia, North Car- all of North Carolina, looks like, and parts of Delaware. And then to the west is Greater Appalachia. So right around us is all of that. And it, even looking, this this map isn't detailed enough. It's kind of hard to see where we're where we fall. I think we technically fall in New Netherland, but still. And like Evan said, he's uh, in <laughs> the, the <Dutch>. deep south, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> yeah. The Dutch. Which does not surprise me. I was I was pumped about being part of the greater Appalachia, but uh, oh well. New France is kind of a funny one because it's in two different places. It's in Quebec and parts of Canada, and then it's also down where New Orleans is. Yeah. So I thought that was interesting. That's one of the few that's kind of spread out between different areas. Um, So, yeah, anyway, I encourage everyone to check out this list. You'll be like, oh, okay. Huh. Sort of makes sense, you know? And then, uh, see the other link? Oh, the Razzies, and then... I just found a game on Steam that looks crazy called, it's called a hand game game or something. And <laughs> it's like all the, 
All different things, yeah. All different things you can do with your hand. There's fidget spinners, guns, uh, snapping your fingers, all kind of dumb shit. So, check it out. Oh, uh, this game? I've seen people playing this game. It looks great. <laughs> so, so Sorry, hand a, simulator. That's what it's called. There's a thing where you're sitting, everyone's sitting around in a circle, and they have to, you have to, like, load... The and cock, you have to load the gun and shoot the other person across the room. Oh, is this so, a, they're at a table like in a dark room? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And there's another one where they're like, you have to undo a, undo a bomb. It's just free, it's a dollar. And a night. Let's buy this and play it today. I will film, I will record on OBS. Let's buy this and play it today. <laughs> so, it's a dollar and nine. We can buy a three pack that's that includes the cockroach simulator, the fly simulator, and the hand simulator. All right, Michael. Uh, I'm not interested in the other two. All right, it's just eight dollars includes. Oh no, no, I don't care about the other two. I thought it was three pack for everybody. No, 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 no. no, no. All right, I'm buying a copy. This is what I, we're doing after the show. I I'm too am buying a copy. This. We're doing this right now. It's gonna. Be, it's very exciting. I am not gonna play after the show because I don't have anything set up. But I will buy this. When you say you don't have anything set up. Yeah. What do you mean? Like my. VR headset is still in the box sitting oh, you behind don't need me. VR. You don't need VR to play this. This is not a VR game. It has VR, but you don't need it to play it. Oh. I wonder if having VR would give you an edge. I mean, Everyone I don't see anything. I don't see anything about VR listed anywhere. So. No, it has says Oculus and 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 Vive ready. Oh, you're right. Okay. My but it's also Windows. You can use it on your PC. My VR is not set up at all. Hmm. Okay. I found Bus Simulator. I meant to get that. <laughs> All right. Do you like Misery? No. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. All right. So we'll all buy this. We'll all buy this. Cool. Um, I guess cool is time. right. So yeah, that's uh, that's about it for me, James. What do you got? Anything? Um, yeah. So the video time well spent down here. This is just a a focus group run by uh, a very famous uh, conservative focus, a poller. He does polls and focus groups and stuff for the Republicans. He's been he's helped almost every Republican president win since Reagan. I think he's pretty famous in the Republican Party, and he's kind of kind of st- a standout said, hey, this guy, Trump, is pretty bad for us or whatever. He's not he's bad for business. Um, but uh, so he did a focus group with other conservatives asking them, you know, questions about Trump's first year. And I think it's pretty telling because it kind of shows there's two kinds of Republicans. There's the people who got Trump in office and there's the people who um, like, like they're like Trump's base, and there's everybody else, and everybody else is like, yeah, he's great, but his base is slowly starting to be like, oh wait, we're not rich enough to be to qualify as people Trump would be want to be rolling with. So I don't know. It's pretty good though. Um, it's worth it's 45 minutes. If you're into political stuff or you're into like learning about like kind of getting in people's heads about things, this is good for that because you get to see Republicans bickering and complaining among other Republicans and you get to see them arguing about the things that they think are important 
that are important to them. And, and you kind of be like, Oh, I didn't realize that that was a thing that bothered them. So yeah, kind of interesting. Um, worth a watch. Um, the other thing is the hyperloop explanation. I was half right, half wrong about it, but this kind of gives a good breakdown. And it also shows a picture of the, the car. Um, and then the last thing is the unnamed untitled goose game, which honestly the goose, the video is hilarious, man. I think Watch we talked it. about this before. I think the goose game. Yeah, we did. We talked about it before. I realized that once I found the video, we did talk about this like a baby baby last year sometime. But uh, yeah, so feel free to watch the video. Have a good time. It's funny. Um, that's all I got. Cool. Well, thank you for that, James. Um, Evan, you got anything else you want to mention before we wrap it up? I do not. Okay. What do we have to look forward to next week? Um, more of the same? More of the same. I like it. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll check in with you with your uh, meatitarian diet. Oh, see yeah. See how that's going. I'll give another update. I look forward to that. Uh, I'll give everyone an update, see if I decide to go the disgusting coconut milk route or some other route. We'll see what happens. Give it a chance. <laughs> well, I might not even do the shakes, so. But we'll give see. it a chance. We'll see. We'll see. Um, all right. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. Uh, you can check us out on our website, iopanelpodcast.com. All the links over on the right-hand side, uh, we'll let you subscribe to the show. Check us out on our various platforms, including Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, you can support us via Patreon. There's also a link for that on our website. And if you want to tell us anything, send feedback to feedback at iopanelpodcast.com. Uh, we still have the French fry survey out there. We haven't gotten very many responses, so I'm going to go ahead and mention it again here in the hopes that if uh, you haven't taken the survey yet, that you please do so. It is available on our website. Uh, it's posted in the last episode, episode 94. But Evan, why don't you go ahead and post it with this episode whenever you post it also. A link to it. Um, so it's a Google form. It's anonymous. And uh, we just want to know who has the best, French, the best French fries. I personally think it's Arby's with the curly fries. Uh, Evan does not agree. <laughs> what did you it's say? It's supposed Chick to be anonymous, goddammit. What did you say, Chick-fil-A? Yeah. Disgusting. And James? Um, I believe I said uh, Burger King. Huh. Oh, I could see that. They have their own, so, you know, their own unique spin. You're allowed to be wrong. It's okay. <laughs> um. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining us. And we'll see you next time.
So intense. 